Welcome to the Transform Your Wealth and Health podcast, where experts in wealth, health, and fitness help transform your life. Here's your host, Andy Arder. She's an entrepreneur, author, property developer, and podcaster. Today's guest is Nicole Bremner. Nicole, how are we doing? I'm really good. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you. have got a, a proper recording studio to record in because I normally do it in various guises of my house. So it's uh, bedrooms and uh, loft rooms and you name it. But today we're in a proper recording studio. We are indeed. Yeah. Professor Green's recorded here. Uh, one yeah. of the Gallagher's, Josh Stone, all sorts of people. Wow. So, yeah. We're in, we're in big company then. Indeed. <laughs> okay. So Nicole, you've done such a lot of things but tell us a little bit about your background and how you got into all this stuff. Yeah, sure. So my background is in banking, actually. I started out, uh, I actually, I started university doing a medical degree. Mm-hmm. What country was this in, Australia. by the way? Australia. Ah, Australia. Yeah, so about I, the accent, yeah. Yeah, I started there, I was doing pre-med with the idea of becoming a dentist. Mm-hmm. And I got a summer job in a stockbroking firm and thought, these people earn so much money and <laughs> they don't have to study for seven years. Maybe this is the way forward. I think so. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I left, I left, I switched majors in university and switched into a finance major and then just never left the stockbroking firm. Studied full-time, worked full-time. And eventually got my independent financial advisor qualification. I actually mm. was the youngest person in Australia to ever get that, which really? is great. Yeah. Do, do you get so, like a certificate to put on your I don't wall know. To say you're the I might not be or? the youngest anymore, oh, but at the yeah. time I definitely was. So yeah. that was exciting. But um, yeah, I then had a number of roles within financial services and banking. And look, I wasn't particularly great at it, mm-hmm. but uh, I had some. Yeah, some interesting roles anyway. Works at Goldman Sachs on Wall Street, oh, which is great. Big big name. You can always use that. If everything goes wrong, Nicole, you can always go back and use that name, can't you? So. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that sort of led me into uh, sort of more an entrepreneurial route after that because I, I wasn't great at banking and I wasn't <laughs> a great employee either. So okay. I needed to work for myself. Okay, well, my sister actually went into banking and she did, I think, a 42-year career. Wow. And pretty much, she never really, I say she never really, I think right at the end of her career, she actually left the company. So she was at one company for a very, very long while, although they changed names. So she probably took your role on. So Yeah, maybe. Stole, stole your thunder, so to speak. But, yeah. uh, but you obviously went on to do other things. And you're yeah. also, I didn't mention it in the title, but you're also a mother of three. So all these things that you're doing... And we try to be aspirational on the podcast. We try and tell other people what other people out there are doing and achieving so that we can all grow. Exactly. So would you would you like to tell us a little bit about some of the other things and how you, how you got into them as well? Yeah, sure. So I started property developing in uh, 2010. Mm-hmm. No, it was earlier than that. Yeah, about, yeah, about 2010, 11. Yeah. And... Just really enjoyed it. I didn't realize that people like me could actually develop properties. I thought it was just all the big players. Okay. So I really, really enjoyed that. Did Kept buying, renovating, and selling houses, and it was just so easy at that time. Yeah. And then it got much harder. The The market softened, yeah. and it was much harder to buy properties that you could make a profit on. And so I started looking at other opportunities to buy businesses. So um, I, I wrote a book. I wrote a book last year called Bricking It, which is about my property journey and how other people can get into Yes, tell property. us about the book, because you mentioned it earlier. You said, I wrote a book, Bricking It, and I said, I'd heard of it. But <laughs> but I obviously must have heard you, you talking about it, I yeah, should Yeah, exactly. Think. Yeah, so it's available on Amazon. Soon it will be available on Audible, right. just dealing with the arduous process of getting that listed okay but um yeah it's just it's my journey it's my property journey and how other people can get into property as well okay so you started off how many 
years ago, and did you have children by then? Yeah, so I started in 2010, and at that stage I had two children, right. and I was pregnant with another one. Well, I was just talking to the wife this morning, and I was saying that she, she got up and went to work today, and she was sort of talking about the daily grind, as we do from time to time, and I was just saying, well, I have to find out off of Nicole today how you get out of the daily grind, and how you make lots of money in property, and being an author, and all sorts of other projects, so... Yeah, look, it's it's a it's a fact, a well-known fact that money makes money. So yeah. you've got some money to invest in the beginning, which mm. thankfully I did. We'd sold a flat and that had made us quite a nice profit. And, and I worked in banking, so the salaries are good. You work really hard, but the salaries are good. Yeah. So I had a bit of money to put into that. And if you've got money to invest, it makes more money and it's much easier. So people who say, well, I can't do what you did because you had X amount of money to start. Well, you can, but mm. you just have to do it a bit slower and, and more... Uh, just a, a slower path, really. Yeah, okay. So if anybody's listening and they was in the same situation as you, perhaps at home with a couple of kids and they want to do something in property, how would you suggest they get started? Well, they go and download a copy of Bricking It and that gives Good them idea. a step-by-step <laughs> guide to how I did Shameless it. Shameless plugs, I love <laughs> exactly. it, I love it. Um, I'm not an expert in this, it's just the way that um, I have done it. So it's it, all, everything that you need to know is really in my book. Mm, okay. Right. So what about the other avenues that you've been in? Who's who's helped you by the way? So I mean you you, know, you can't start off an expert. You've got to make all the mistakes and have all the problems. So who helped you along the way? Well, in the property I was really lucky to have my business partner Avi. Mm-hmm. He has he's really helped me. I didn't know very much in the beginning. I learned by trial and error on the first few projects and then I joined up with him and he taught me how to do things in a really big way. Mm-hmm. And then I've just met people over the years. So my business partners uh, Robin with Bamboo Auctions and Atuksha with Simple Crowdfunding mm-hmm. and uh, various people now. My my ex-husband is is brilliant still to bounce ideas off. Mm. Uh, he's a very intelligent man, so that's great. My current partner, he's, he's also a very intelligent person who sits on boards of companies. So all these people mm. are, are a great source of information to me and I'm able to always sound check ideas off them. Mm-hmm. Did you have anyone in particular inspired you? Maybe some sort of uh, character in the distance like you know there's always these people that we see on the podcasts for example like Gary V and people like that anyone yeah not Gary V he drives me insane with his <laughs> f bombs and yes. the fact that he can't say a single sentence without like in it which um i don't allow my kids to do it drives me insane mm-hmm. but uh, Daniel Priestley is someone who I really admire. He mm-hmm. was in here yesterday actually he? doing a podcast with me. And oh, you name dropper. Yeah, no, and Daniel and I are mates. <laughs> We've known each other for a long time. We're okay. both Aussies. So I've known him for about eight years actually. So no, long, yeah, about eight years. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he, we had a business meeting yesterday and we're working on something very exciting in fact. Okay. So, um, well, I can't let you get away with that, Nicole. No, you no, I have say, to. It's too oh, new. Nicole. It's too new. Watch All this right. space. Okay. Right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, Daniel Priestley's a great guy. He's written brilliant books and everyone should read all his books. So, do you have any tips or tricks or techniques for anybody that wants to get started from the beginning, let's say, or maybe an intermediate, you know, maybe a one or two properties or, or some sort of small projects that they're doing that wants to jump up a level? Yeah, well, with properties, it's very difficult right now. The market's terrible. Mm. I would say, uh, I would almost say don't do it now. There are too many small landlords and too many small developers. The government's trying to discourage them. Yes. There's tax changes that make it nearly impossible. So I would actually say don't do property. Mm -hmm. 
I would leave it to the other people and that's not just because I don't want more competition. It's just really, really hard. It's yeah. not like it was when I got in there. Mm. However, if you do have some money and you are interested in investing, there are still areas that offer value. You've just got to know what type of investor you are, how much money you want to invest and mm. how active you want to be and how much time you've got. Yeah. And again, I go through all of this in my book, so there's probably no point in me going over that mm-hmm. again. But the other thing is if you want to start a business, there's never been a better time than now to actually do that. Right. More and more people are starting their own businesses and there's uh, it, there's just so many people who are interested in young startup companies and mm. if you've got the passion and you've got the drive and you've got a great idea, yeah. even if it's been done before but just in a different format, now really is. Yesterday was the day to start a business. <laughs> of course, yeah. So what, what made you successful where others have failed? I don't know if I'm necessarily successful, but it's just about being prolific, not perfect, which is the title of my next book, actually. And it's just doing things and not making excuses for it, but just Mm -hmm. getting out there and really uh, doing things, trialing them, seeing how they... How they, what sticks and what doesn't, what yeah. works, what doesn't, yeah. and also really building up your profile on social media. So the the bigger you can get your profile and the more real estate that right. you can grab online, then the more eyeballs you're going to have watching you and the bigger following and the more opportunities that are going to come your way. Yeah, sure. So so is that what you do then? You actually actively promote yourself on social media? Absolutely. How did right. you find me? Social media. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Why not? There's nothing wrong with it. I was just yeah, asking. No, exactly. You know. No, no, no. That's right. I was just... It's is a perfect example. <laughs> it's the modern way. I mean, I've, I've spent many, many years going around to companies with my industrial sales that I do, knocking on doors. Mm. So it's another, you know, it's another way to do it. And of course, that as time goes on, that will become, I say that, will it become more and more um, specialist or more and more uncommon? But, you know, things t- tend to have a complete circle. Mm, cycles, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I, I always talk about creating relationships with people so what better than face to face you know (laughs) ultimately you want to talk to somebody you don't want to talk to a computer you don't want to talk to a screen you really want to have a business relationship definitely face to face with someone yeah sometimes i'm quite happy dealing via my phone a lot of times (laughs) (laughs) yeah sometimes maybe you're too busy nicole you know you've got such a lot on yeah so what size developments are you are you doing nowadays so I've got about 10 in construction at the moment mm-hmm. and they range from one single unit uh, right through to the, the largest that we've got in construction at the moment is uh, 47 units out in Luton right. uh, with some commercial space as well. We're doing, we've got dozens of properties that we're building out or dozens of flats in various uh, developments in Hackney. Mm-hmm. We've got um, Bermondsey. Brent Cross, uh, where else? One in Harrington Gardens in South Ken, one in uh, Hampstead, Mm. all sorts of places. (laughs) How do you select the the locations? Is it down to individual projects or are you actively looking in certain areas? I actively look in Hackney because I know the area, I live in the area. Yes, so we're in Hackney at the minute. We are. And you said outside... Look over the road, there's one of my developments. Yes, exactly, exactly. The little one, the little one between the two big ones. Oh, those ones are pretty big, the other ones, aren't yeah, they? they are, to, yeah, they are. A couple hundred units each. Yeah. Yeah, we don't do that big. And the reason we don't do that big is because they take a whole economic cycle yeah. to get from the time you purchase the land or that you acquire the land, you gain the planning permission and then you start yeah. construction, uh, complete the construction and the sales are all in between there. It's a whole economic cycle and anything can go wrong like we've seen with the current downturn. Mm-hmm. So we tend to do things that take up to two years. Uh, unfortunately, what's happening now is 
everything's conspiring against developers and at the moment things are taking years to get through planning even. Yeah. So mm. it's dragging out the timeline even more. Okay. So what's next for Nicole and your very many projects? Yeah, working on a few ideas. I've, I'm purchasing some shares in companies. I just bought an, a women's activewear company, so mm-hmm. fitnesswear, which is something that's really important yeah. to me. So it's slightly different, fit. is it? Entrepreneurial yeah, yeah, from yourself? That's right. or, yeah. But I really think that I've developed this marketing strategy that I can apply to any business and make any business work because so, it's just a strategy and you just plug it into a business yes. and the business is going to work. It's you, just you marketing. Go, you can't leave that there, Nicole. You're going to have to tell us a bit more. Go for it. Yeah, no, it's just about <laughs> how you position yourself with your personal branding, the content that you create, the communications that you put out there, the, yeah. the systems you put in place, um, how you how you promote. It's just this full marketing prong. So mm-hmm. I've also uh, invested and I'm the marketing director of a bathroom company, which we've got big plans to become a big lifestyle brand. Mm-hmm. And pretty much you go on Instagram and everything you see in the picture, you can buy with one click. All right. oh, and it's all idea. curated and it's for developers to yeah. really... Uh, just to make the make a space easier, so yeah. we're we're rolling that out, which is really exciting. So it's like a glossy magazine that you can click on and purchase. And buy basically. everything. Wow, yeah. wow. Yeah, so that's really exciting. It's and I think a lot more of these sorts of things where we, while the property market's not doing much, we're still uh, doing well in our property. But um, just looking at other th- ventures and other things that um, yeah, mm-hmm. are exciting. So. How do you find the time for everything? Because obviously there's always a work-life balance, and especially as yourself, you're a mother with three children. How do you do it? Yeah, so my life's very segmented and very... uh, I've got a structure in place that I pretty much stick to. I've got certain things that I do on certain days, Mm -hmm. and I don't deviate from those very often. I have certain days I have meetings on, and I'll only do my meetings between set times. Mm -hmm. I've got certain times that I'm always back with my kids and I'll always be with my kids at those times. So it's um, it's just about being really disciplined with your time. And mm-hmm. everyone has the same 24 hours a day. It's how yeah. you choose to spend that. And a lot of people watch TV. I can't remember the last time I watched TV. I don't watch movies. I don't sit and watch the news. The only thing I will do is sometimes sit down and go through other people's social media. But um, generally, it's just really focused on my own, engaging with the people who are engaging with me and just being really focused. And mm-hmm. You can fit a whole eight hours of work in three hours if you're extremely focused yeah. and just get it done and put your phone on aeroplane mode, <laughs> just shut off all the distractions. Unlike me. <laughs> <laughs> and also the other thing is just have a really good team around you. So I've got an, a really great team in all the companies that I've invested in, mm-hmm. plus myself personally, uh, who help me out with everything. Otherwise, I couldn't do all of this. All it's right. not possible. So is it the team that you really say that's the... The thing that helps you get the eight hours done in three, da- three hours. So uh, Absolutely. It's about yeah. being able to delegate and understanding that just because yeah. someone's not doing things your way doesn't mean it's not the right way. There are many yeah. ways to get from A to B, but um, you just have to let people find their own way of getting there and, and let it go. Because mm. it's better that you're not doing something than uh, chasing them to, to do it in your way. Mm. I've, I've often say that when I go around the big companies of the UK, and we, we do a lot of work with those guys, um, you know, a big company, we're likely at some point to have had something to do with them or someone similar, except for financial companies. And I see the people that are getting the most done are the best delegators. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, on your... Men are much better than that than women. 
situation. Women don't delegate, and that's, I think, a big problem. Women mm-hmm. like to try and be p- perfect and be seen as superheroes and do it all when actually you're just you're doing yourself a disservice. It's so yeah. much better just to, to delegate and let it be done. And you, yeah. you don't have to be superwoman. You just have to get things done. Yeah. I, I say the best day's work you'll ever do is to become a good delegator. So, yeah. Yeah. Get get somebody else to do it is probably yeah, the best exactly. thing, isn't it? Really, at the end of the day, as someone who someone who specialises in that thing, you know, we all use people like you know Upwork and Fiverr.com for a bloody reason, really. Mm-hmm. One, we haven't got enough time, yeah. and two, some of them are a lot better at yeah. it what they do than us. So yeah, exactly. there you are. So you also do podcasting. I do. Yeah. Tell us a bit about your podcast, Nicole. Yeah, I've been doing it for about a year now, and it's just called the Nicole Bremner Podcast. It's on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes. I don't know where else we've got it, but uh, yeah, it's out there. I had two and a half thousand downloads in August, which is great. Very good. It's a quiet month, and I have I've not done anything at all to promote it except put it up on my socials. Wow. Okay. So imagine if I put a bit of money behind it, it might Im- do really well. Imagine. So uh, <laughs> that's that's uh, it's very casual. It doesn't really have a theme. It's just about uh, conversations with people mm-hmm. who I know and want to have a chat with. Mm-hmm. I had one of my guests on my podcast. I think she'd had seven million downloads. Wow. And I think one episode in particular she had millions on that one episode it's ebony jewel rainford brent and uh ebony was luckily enough to i couldn't even tell you the name of a lady but there's a an american uh, lady sprinter that just broken some more records and that took her in front of usain bolt so Hmm. although we probably haven't heard that much of her over in the uk not compared to mo farrell or usain bolt but she'd been doing crazily well, and just when she broke the record, that's when her podcast came out with her. So perfect, yeah, that's need, perfect that timing. Yes. So we're getting towards the end of the podcast now. Is there any questions that I should have asked you, Nicole, that I haven't, or what can we talk about as we come into the final stretch of the podcast? Well, we can talk about. Um the balance and how it's really important. Not only mm. are we busy within the businesses that we that we have and our family commitments, but it's also really important to look after your own health as well. Because, yeah. as um, as my partner says, you've got to put your own mask on first. And if you don't have your mask securely tightened, you can't help the person next to you. Mm-hmm. So it's about just looking after yourself, looking after your own health first, and then you can be the best mother colleague, carer, partner, whatever it is to Mm. everyone else around you. Mm, Okay. So if anybody wants to get your book or get in touch with you or get some advice or help, what's the best way to get hold of you, Nicole? I'm on all socials. I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, not so much. So yeah, not on Facebook. Why not Facebook? It's 2.3 million, is it? Yeah, Yeah, billion even. Uh, What else? My book's on Amazon, Uh, my website, NicoleBremner.com. I think that's covered everything. <laughs> right, so now the book's going to have to go out on Audible, which you have recorded, I understand. I have yeah. recorded it right here in this very okay. studio. Oh, right, okay. Where you sit now? Where I'm sitting now, and yes. who else has been in this studio then, do you think? Oh, dear. Daniel Priestley. Yes. <laughs> Joss Stone. Uh, Joss Stone, that was the one. Ryan yeah, Gallagher's, yeah. Professor Green. Well, yeah, lots yeah. of stars. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. Nicole, it's been absolutely superb. Thank you very much for asking me along. And I wish you all the well for the future. And thank you very much for your time. Thank you. I hope this podcast gives you inspiration. And if you want to contact me, I'm Andy Arter and it's transformyourwealthandhealth at gmail.com.